Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangas. So today I was joined once again by Frank Descalzo as we talked about our poor performance on Sunday against Geelong. Um, apologies for the episode coming out later in the week. I did have a few things on trying to catch up after being in ISO for a week. Um, yeah, Monday and Tuesday. So yeah, I could only pretty much do a recording tonight. Um, yeah, so I just did a review of the performance on Sunday. I will be back tomorrow night as well. I've got an interview set up with Troy Makepeace at this stage, uh, barring any setbacks. So, yeah, I'll be able to do another episode there and, um, yeah, do more of a preview of uh, our Saturday night game against uh, Geelong. Not Geelong, against uh, Carlton. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. We just played Geelong. So, anyways, um, I won't hold you up anymore. I'll bring on Frank right now. All right, so I'm joined here by Frank the Tank once again to review that um, uh, performance last Sunday, if you call it a performance. Um, so, Frank, give us a brief or, or give us a summary of the game, of how you've seen it. Well, Dean, a bit like our other games, really. We you had, had an awful feeling about 10 minutes in yeah, uh, that we weren't going to be competitive for large patches, um, yeah. and that's uh, pretty much how it played out, so... Um, yeah. Sadly, Dean, I'm, I'm probably going into games against sides like Geelong and the Bulldogs, and and that, and I'm preparing for a ten goal loss, um, yeah. uh, which isn't the right way to look at things. Uh, mm. But mentally, that's where I'm sort of at on the strength of our performances. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, it was, look, it was probably lucky it was ten goals in the end uh, with just the inaccurate kick, and I'm just surprised that. That through the last four weeks, how poor our starts have been. We look like we've been flat-footed, and um, you know, possession tally in the first quarter have just been completely dominated by one side, whether it's been Geelong, Brisbane, or or um, the week before against I can't remember who it was. Um, oh, Bulldogs on Good Friday. Are you yeah. surprised, like um, especially the second week in a row, how poor we started again? Yeah, and that's probably the, been the most disappointing thing, Dean, is that, you know, with a, with a young side, you could almost wear the losses if they yeah. had been fade-outs in the last quarter and just sort of yeah. gone, you know, the, the the endurance isn't there and the fitness isn't quite there in the young kids. But to start horribly, yeah. it almost sort of gives you that feeling that they mentally just weren't in it or just didn't, didn't really turn up thinking that they were going to be a chance. And yeah. that's probably been the most disappointing thing is the stuff that we could have at least prided ourselves on in the first hour of the game, you know, contested footy and tackling yeah. have been like two of our worst facets uh, as a yeah. team, which is, uh, that's the really disappointing thing. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's, we've always become a bruise-free football team, haven't we, the way we're playing? Yeah. We don't... We, 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 we pride ourselves on, you know, the shinbone spirit and being a you know blue-collar club and, you know, working really hard. And the last... I pretty much are three of the first six weeks this year. You'd have to say we've gotten completely away from that. We've um, we've almost become a bit soft, haven't we? Easy to break down. Well, other than Jason Horn Francis and probably Greenwood, um, yeah. there's just been too much heavy lifting left to too few. Um, when it yeah. comes to that contested footy and tackling, yeah. um, you're right. They're, they're just um, they're, there's been a willingness to just stand the mark. Yeah, and just yeah, not not work hard enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. So, and, you know, we've got presidents and coaches and all that coming out and saying, oh, well, we're rebuilding. This is part of the process. But 
Are we just using that excuse for poor performances now that, um, oh, well, we're rebuilding, so, you know, this is part of it, unfortunately? Look, I, I think it is, Dean. I do. I, I've, yeah. I've probably shifted in the last um, couple of weeks, particularly over the, la- the last fortnight or so, uh, that we're, um, you know, underperforming by a fair stretch, even from where I thought we would be. And, yeah. and, and I think, uh, granted, we've played some pretty decent sides, all right? So I will give them that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think now it's um, – I've just got a sense that there there might be some – not panic, but some urgency uh, throughout the club uh, to shift away from that um, a rebuild sort of thing because yeah. I don't think too many supporters are buying it. No. No, I think you can only use that term so many times um, before it just becomes redundant. And I felt like on uh, last Sunday, it, it, there was there's a bit to that. I mean, you can control a lot of number of things, like you said, like effort, tackling, pressure, and so forth. And we're not even doing that really. No. And um, then it's just, uh, oh well, we're rebuilding. You know, like uh, yeah, president's coming out on Twitter. Well, it's part of the you know rebuilding process, which I, which I understand. You know. I know she's got to, you know, back the club up and back the coaches up. But, you know, there's a degree to, you know, three of the first six weeks where we've been really uncompetitive. And it's a big regression from last season. Wouldn't you agree with that? And that's the thing, Dean, is that it's gone backwards from last season. And uh, last season, I think most North supporters, not all, but most were pretty, were prepared to be very patient. Yeah. And copped some awful results last year. Yeah. But off the back of what we did in the second half of the year and then, you know, going out and, and with our draft picks and, and recruiting, I think most North supporters probably had us between six and eight wins. I know I certainly sort of thought eight wins would be a pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we look a mile off that at the moment. I mean, I can't see us winning another three, even at the, the way we're playing at the moment, much less another seven. Yeah. I mean, this Saturday is going to be a big test for us. We've got Carlton, who we've traditionally been pretty good against. You know, I think we, you know, we smashed them last year towards the end of the season. That was the last time we kicked over 100 points in a game. Um, but, I mean, in saying that, there's a number of other things. It's not just offensively. It's defensively we've regressed. Offensively we've regressed. So, I don't know I don't know where we're at at the moment. Like, um, and, and like you said, we have played some... Uh, Tough teams, and you know Carlton are going to be smart enough to lose them last week. But yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what happens uh, come this Saturday. I mean, you talk about uh, I'll go to this now. You talk about big name recruits. Um, do we need to find a way to get Callum Coleman Jones into the team now? Because yeah, he's been dominating reserves. He's probably our biggest recruit of the off season, and he's played one game. Yeah, I think we do. Don't I think. Uh, it was it was Einstein who said um, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I think yeah. that's where we are with the match committee at the moment. Is yeah. it, clearly the Sherry Goldstein thing isn't working um, yeah. as far as trying to play them as a, a secondary tall. I mean, I had a look through the stats. Um, they took three marks between them for the entire okay. game, Sherry yeah. and Goldstein. And they managed three disposals in the forward 50 combined. Yeah, right. So Goldstein had one possession in the forward 50. Sherry had two. They're not the figures you'd want returned from a key forward on his own, much less two. Yeah. So so something's not working there. So they're going to have to be brave and either park Goldstein 
and sort of say, look, you know, you've been a loyal servant and we will call on you again throughout the year, but it's time yeah. to give Coleman Jones his chance. Or yeah. they park Sherry and sort of go, look, go and do, a, you know, another couple of weeks in the twos. Get of like Goldstein and uh, Sherry at the moment. Mate, it's honestly, mate, I could say, I could make an argument for both to stay. Yeah. You know, either yeah. one of them to stay in. I think they've both got, you know, Sherry's obviously got youth. Goldstein's got experience and we lack experience at the moment. So you could say, God, another seasoned player out, you know, mm. leaves us really exposed. Yeah. But yeah, I just yeah. don't think he can play too. So whether whether you, you rest Sherry or send him back down to the twos for a week and then, yeah. you know, bring him back in or something, I, I don't know. But the, yeah. the, the balance isn't right at the moment, trying to use those two as pinch hitting forwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Goldstein's not working as a forward, is he? Like, no. Yeah, no. You can't, you can't keep going with that. Um, you, you know, he either plays in the ruck or he, he goes out of the team at this stage. I think Sherry's been quite good this season. He was poor last Sunday. Probably his worst game for the season yeah. against uh, Reece Stanley. But even when Goldstein went in the ruck, I felt like he struggled last week. Um, he was getting, you know, I, I feel like he's lost a bit of athleticism. I mean, that might he he, he might just be done. I'm not too sure. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get you get to a certain age, and you know you, you can uh, slide down hill pretty quickly. And yeah, he dropped an uh, easy mark on the wing. Um, up forward, he's not getting much respect as far as uh, no. opponents go. Like they're just putting their worst defender on him, basically. Um, yep. And and we don't exactly use the ball too well either. So I yeah, I'd probably I'd be tempted to go with Sherry and Callum Colin Jones because Callum Colin Jones has played forward before and played some good games for Richmond. Yep. Yep. So I'd be tempted to try that experiment and um, see how we go there. But doesn't talk, listen to David Noble today, it doesn't look like uh, Todd Goldstein's coming out of the team. So, yeah, it's going to be... That's, uh, and that's the really puzzling thing, uh, you know, uh, Dean, unless it's Sherry that's going out. But, um, again, you know, it, it sounds like it might be another week of a, a, a similar type side uh, and yeah. it just doesn't appear to be working. Yeah, I mean... We've got a chance to exploit it this week because they've got uh, Pitney's out for three months, I believe, uh, yep. for Carlton. So they're going to have the young kid, Dakoni, who's a very small, fragile player in the ruck. So it's a chance to exploit him in that area, even though our clearance work has been probably our main main strength this year. It's just uh, everywhere else we seem to fall apart. So, yeah, no, it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see um, how selection goes this week in that regard. Um, talking about, we'll go back to um, David Noble. If things continue like this, let's say we we only win like one or two more games and we get a few more floggings, do you think you'll be coach next season? At the start of the year, I would have said yes. Yeah, I'm not so sure now, to be honest with you. I, I've got, yeah. I, I sense this week probably a shift in the supporter base. Yeah. Uh, just from, you know, online and, and talking to people, uh, other North supporters and that, that probably for the first time ever, uh, people are starting to, there's probably more people questioning where we're going than there yeah. are saying, be patient. Yeah, yeah. Have you, like, as a supporter, uh, have you lost uh, confidence in him? I've lost confidence in either, I've lost confidence in either the, the message he's, he's trying to, drill into them yeah. or the playing list. So yeah. I, I tweeted to someone earlier today that I suspect that either the list isn't good enough to implement his game plan yeah. or his game plan is no good. 
Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even too sure what his game plan is at the moment. Because... No. Well, I mean, as as a few people have said, and a lot of um, you know, commentators, uh, professional commentators have said, it's. And you've even touched on it tonight. It, it's that that sort of, the days of sort of going. Look, we're not very good, but you'll know that you've played against us because yeah. we'll we'll tackle and and it's a contested game and we'll make it yeah. tough. Well, that doesn't even seem to happen anymore. No, no, that's right. We even, you know, to a certain extent, we did that under Reece Shaw before, you know, um, yeah. he, he left. You know, we, we still, yeah, I mean, we kind of lost it a bit, um, whether it was a COVID-related issue, yeah. issue or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But we kind of, um, you know, we still had an identity under Reece Shaw that we were a hard, tough team and, yep. you know, we were very hard to break down. There was teams, you know, like GWS and Collingwood, you know, uh, in Reece Shaw's first year saying that they were the toughest team in the competition and, you know, we're very hard to play against. And, yeah, you know, I remember that game against Collingwood. I don't know if you remember this a couple of years ago. Yep. Um, under Reece Shaw, it was probably about his fifth or sixth game. And we just absolutely bullied him. They, they, were, they were shirking contests. Like, Dacos on the wing one time didn't want to pick up a ball, worried that someone was going to close him down and crunch him. And even Levi Greenwood, you know, um, backed away from a contest. who's a really, you know, hard, tough nut. And, you know, we've just sort of... Yeah, I'm not so sure what our identity is at the moment. I understand we're tr- he's trying to play a Brisbane brand at the moment, um, like trying to yeah obviously be aggressive when we've got the ball, and but we're not defending at all. Like, no, um, no, from nowhere. I saw um I saw uh, David King touched on something over the weekend where he said um at, at this stage of the year I think we've we've surrendered 250 points on yeah. turnovers. The lead yeah. average, I think, is 160. Yeah. So we're 15 goals worse than the league average for scores against when we yeah. turn the ball over. So that's either we cannot defend or we yeah. just turn the ball over a lot more than any, anyone else. Yeah. I mean, it, it obviously comes down to skill skills and obviously yeah. we're, we're turning the ball over at the wrong part of the ground. I mean, you, you can't you turn the ball. You know, players are going to turn the ball over. We understand that. It's about turning the ball over in the right places, and we're obviously doing it in the wrong parts of the ground. I mean, Geelong. I felt like last Sunday, Geelong didn't really get our second gear. But they were pretty much coasting. To, yeah. And, and and at the end of the day, they they got seventy odd points against uh, through our turnovers, um, just basic turnover skills. So that's all I had to do. And yeah, yeah, they they didn't barely raised the sweat. They didn't have to work hard, which was. Which I think is the most frustrating part. I think, and the only thing that um, kept the ten goals was their inaccuracy, wasn't it? Well, yeah, they had twenty-one shots at goal from our direct turnovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and um, I mean, mate, you're going to have to if you're going to do that, you're going to have to kick twenty-five goals yourself. Yeah, like, to, to win a game that. like that, and we're nowhere near generating, uh, you know, thirty-five shots at goal in a game. No, that takes us about a month of football to do That's that. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so unless we really tighten up on that defence or we start scoring a lot heavier, we are just not in the games. Yeah, I mean, talking about defence, like, I mean, there, there was always talk about problems with our um, key position areas. Uh, keep, you know, are we sort of regretting uh, that we didn't get um, a key position defender in the off-season, like uh, via trade, you know, someone with a bit of experience or anything like that? Because we're pretty short in that area, aren't we? Well, yeah, horribly short. And whether they thought they had someone uh, uh, coming through or um, they weren't able to get who they wanted. But I think when Robbie Tarrant indicated that he wanted to leave, I think we probably didn't do enough um, 
to to try and stop that. Well, I mean, have have a look what you know. Sydney basically picked you know uh, McCartan up off hard rubbish. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and, good well, and he's been fantastic. Imagine what he would yeah. have been like for us if we had had him. Now I know that there's other issues involved with him, but did we yeah. explore anything like that? It just didn't appear that we did, and. Yeah. Uh, n- now, uh, you know, we're, we're in a spot of bother. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're relying on Josh Walker to be, you know, you're pretty much his second best uh, defender, key position defender, and he was clearly out, out, outmatched against Jeremy Cameron on yeah. Sunday. Anyone could see that, but we had no yeah. one else. We, yeah. we, we did put Aiden Core on him in the end, uh, but we try to play Aiden Core as that, uh, you know, that floating defender that will um, help out rather than actually playing him as a key position defender. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we want Josh Walker as um, not not your centrepiece of your defence, but as a role player. And, yeah, correct. Uh, at the moment, he's, he's been asked to do too much at the moment. So, and that's nothing against Josh Walker. I think he's just limited in that area. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see um, how we go going forward with that, especially this Sunday. I mean, who's going to take a Ben McKay spot? We don't have a key position defender in no. reserves, do we? So, no, no, unless Matt McGuinness or. Or, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw uh, David Noble said uh, Aiden Bonner, but, boy, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about Aiden Bonner as a key yeah. defender. Maybe I haven't watched him closely enough, Dean, but that, that yeah. sounds like trouble to me. But, anyway, let's no. um, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we've got um, – uh, we've probably – we've got no, not many other options, unfortunately. So, no. yeah, well, um, yeah, I mean, we'll uh, have to w- – Wait and see what our selection brings tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, any positives out of last Sunday? Well, look, I thought Ben Mackay actually did really well. I know he yeah. had, I think he had four <laughs> kicked on him, but I mean, yeah. I think he could have put the Lord himself down at centre half back on the weekend and he would have had goals kicked on him. Um, you yeah. know, it was just, it just lived down there and came down with such ease. I thought the great thing was that he outbodied. Uh, Hawkins uh, uh, several times and took a number yeah. of intercept marks and I thought yeah, yeah. that was really good. Horn Francis again, you know, a, a ton of contested footy. Um, so I mean, I think that's what we expect from him anyway. Even though he, the kids played half a dozen games, he he just looks like a a sea ball get ball kind of uh, of kid. Um, and yeah. Lukey Max been, I think Lukey Max been pretty solid. And I, I was happy to see Zerha get on the board. Yeah, 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 definitely kicked. Uh, I think he kicked three, didn't he? Yeah, the end. Just so, three. yeah no. they weren't. Yeah. They they weren't. You know, clutch goals. Obviously, not when you lose by twelve goals. None of them are clutch goals. But yeah. just for his own confidence, you know, I thought it was good that he actually put a few through, and because uh, he'd had a horrible start to the year. Um, yeah. So at least now he goes away and thinks, well, you know, if I work a bit harder, I, I'm still capable. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, yeah, I mean, I think kick three. He hasn't kicked. I think he kicked one before this. Yeah, uh, yeah, before this this round um, for the season. So, uh, yeah, he's an important part of our structure in the forward line. So, we definitely, you know, anything we can get out of him, um, yeah, to get a bit of confidence uh, can only be a good thing for us yep. uh, this yeah. weekend as well. So, yep. yeah, I mean, you talk about half forwards. Like Eddie Ford's a bit stiff in here at the moment too. Can't seem to get um, in. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's a few there, isn't there, uh, Dean, yeah. that you sort of think you could make an argument for uh, that are being held out by other players that you struggle to make an argument for. We all know who they are. Um, yeah. 
yeah. Look, I, I guess I, I just wondered, Dean, whether it's a, a balanced thing of them sort of not wanting to expose a lot of second and third year players all at the same time. Yeah. The yeah, downside yeah. is, unfortunately, the guys that are, are taking those spots as experienced footballers aren't really giving us a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do you think, like, our main problem at the moment is leadership? Do you think we, we've got no leadership at the moment? Well, look, I wonder, you know, I think, you know, you, you go back a year or two and you sort of think, you know, the generals across the lines, you know, you would have had Robbie Tarrant as the general down, down yeah. the back and before him, uh, Scotty Thompson, you had Ben Cunnington in the middle, yeah. um, you know, um, that's all gone. Yeah. Um, and and you wonder whether it's not so much the maybe follow me boys, but just that organisation at stoppages and at you know and and in the back line, yeah. Um, because uh, yeah, we just seem we seem a little bit confused uh, yeah. when when the ball turns over and comes back. You almost mentally go, well, the opposition's going to have a shot at goal here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I couldn't, so, couldn't agree so, more. So I wonder whether it's just organisation, which, you know, you could say, well, organisation's leadership. But it's, I don't think it's so much the guy who goes in there and, and puts his head over the ball. It, mm. I think it's more of a, that, that kind of leadership of, listen, you need to go back here. You need to get on goal side at this stoppage, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess with Ben Brown out of that, you know, now gone and Tarrant yeah. Cunnington missing, I guess that, that is a lot of experience and leadership. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get hopefully we get um, Jed Anderson back in the next couple of weeks. That sounds uh, promising as well, because that, that that really helps out our midfield. We talk about tough, contested plays, and you know, players that can put pressure on, do the hard hits. He's, he's definitely one of them. I mean, if we get Ben Cunnington back soon, which sounds optimistic, he's uh, he's in full training uh, at the moment. So, you know, I mean, if we can get him in the next you know, second half of the year, that that'll make a big difference. Um, but I, I guess the problem is, I mean. We don't want to rely on Ben Cunnington coming back, do we? Like, we can't always just rely on an individual. It's got to be a collective effort, and we want to yep. see improvements um, um, from the young players. Obviously, you know, we can't put too much pressure on them, but, um, yeah, we want to see improvement from, you know, third, fourth-year players like LDU really take the next next yep. step and a number of others, don't we? We can't rely on Ben Cunnington forever. No, but I wonder sometimes, Dean, whether, you know, some of those guys like Ben Cunnington and Jed Anderson and even, you know, Will Phillips to an extent, it's just that depth where, you know, instead of when you're rolling through the midfield throughout the game, you've still got really high quality second and third changes going into the middle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I wonder whether that spreads, uh, obviously, the the focus of players because you, you can imagine if we had a fit Cunnington and a fit Jed Anderson and Will Phillips, and then you're rolling through uh, Horn Francis and LDU and Simkin and Greenwood, all of a sudden, you know, the opposition aren't sort of thinking, look, once we get through this first midfield changeover, the one coming through isn't half the midfield that, you know, we're facing yeah. here at the start. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, we're relying, uh, look, with Jason and Francis, we're, we're putting a lot of pressure on the kid at the moment to be, you know, a primary midfielder now, isn't he? But, but he's had to yep. – we've kind of uh, been forced the hand that we have to put him in there because ideally I think even at the start of the season, I said it, uh, you know, a number of other coaches have said it, David Noble and his assistants, oh, we just want to play him half forward um, yep. with little spells in the midfield. But now he's playing, you know, productive midfield with little spells forward, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and that's a bit of a necessity thing. And like yeah. I've said to a few people – 
you know, it's a, again, it's a bit of a blight maybe on our midfield without him that he stands out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he yeah. really, he really should, like you said, he probably should be just learning uh, some craft across half forward and that. But um, the fact that he's so ferocious at the ball that he you know, he's kind of forced himself into the midfield. So, yeah, yeah it's a good problem. Uh, but yeah, like you, I would have liked to have eased him in a bit more. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I don't want to burn the kid out too much. I mean, yeah. We're relying on him uh, enough already. So, yeah, I mean, he might get arrested in the next couple of weeks. Who knows? Um, just yeah. to, yeah, I mean, we're not getting anything um, by playing him every week um, because we're not, uh, it's not his fault that we've been uncompetitive at the moment as well. Yeah, so, correct. Yeah, so we can't always just uh, rely on him uh, to carry us. Um, that's not fair on an 18 year old kid either. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see how we go in the couple of weeks yeah. with him. Um, talk, we talked about leadership before. Where do we, where do we play Jack Siebel? I mean, he's, he's good as a forward, but the ball's not getting down there, and it's getting del- delivered to him atrociously at times. Yeah. Um, is it worth putting him back? Look, yeah, maybe maybe we have to, and he's our sort of you know mid sized key defender um, yeah. uh, on the weekend. Yeah, that could be what they they do. Um, I think maybe we surprised the Swans a few weeks ago by throwing him forward and, yeah. and sort of caught them out again. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he hasn't been super successful um, at the moment. But like you just touched on, Dean, I, I don't know if there'd be too many forwards on the delivery uh, and the and the, 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 the slowness of the ball movement going forward that would, would kick too many goals in our forward yeah. line. Yeah, no, not really. Um, I mean, he, he probably will go back this week, which might mean that, um, you know, maybe a Charlie Common comes in this week. I mean, yep. we've we're all been calling for it for a number of weeks. He was, he, he wasn't great in the reserves uh, last week, uh, but uh, the conditions weren't uh, ideally suited for forwards there as well. But um, yeah, I mean, do is do you think that's a possibility that we put him back and we might have to get Comden in, you know, Common in this week? Possibly, I watched the game, uh, the entire reserves game on Saturday night, and he yeah. did. He like literally outside of the first sixty seconds, he went unsighted for most of the yeah. game. So yeah. it wasn't his best game. I, I did watch him the week before, and he kicked four um, yeah. against the Dogs. So fair play. Um, maybe they just wanted to get you know some VFL games into his legs, and if he you know, pulled up okay, they'd play. I don't think we got anything to lose, Dean. As we touched on before, the yeah. Sherry Goldstein Larky triangle isn't working. So, yeah. no, um, no. you know, all he's got to do to beat to to beat Goldstein or Sherry is is grab three disposals in the forward fifty, and he's <laughs> contributed more than those two have as a forward. So, yeah. yeah. I'd um, be prepared. I'd be prepared to roll the dice and bring him in and throw Jack Siebel back. Yeah, and, and say to him, mate, you know, here's your chance. Let's see what uh, what you can do. You've got four weeks to show yeah. us what you can do. Yeah, and I'd like to see him get a good month at it uh, before yeah. you sort of uh, drop him back. Not like a Eddie Ford where you give him a week and then put him as a medical sub and then give him another week and then yep. drop him. And you know, I, I don't. You know, continuity is an important thing. And if you're just going up and down all the time, I don't think it does. Um, you know plays any confidence um, and, and you don't learn the system either, whatever that system is at the moment. But, um, yep. yeah, I'd like to see him uh, get an opportunity. Did anyone else in the reserves, like you, you said you watched the full game, did anyone yep. else in the reserves you feel like um, is knocking on the door and 
um, deserves a game this week, like someone like a Miller Bergman or. Well, I, uh, Miller Bergman off the back of the previous week was really good against the, yeah. the Dogs. I thought he was really, really good. Um, he just looks like he's you – know, I'll have a guess and say he's 80, maybe 85 kilos. Yeah, um, that's probably being generous. Yeah, and that's yeah, correct. So he yeah. does look a little bit light, but yeah. he certainly isn't afraid to go and get the football and he uses it well. So – yeah, um, uh, Miller Bergman looked really good two weeks ago. None of them, other than Coleman Jones, none yeah. of them really looked um, uh, g- uh, great for us. Uh, Dom Tyson uh, obviously uh, got a lot of the ball as well as he tends to do at that level pretty regularly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, he, he's been one of probably half a dozen in the twos that at different stages have, have looked like they're not far away. Yeah, yeah. I mean... We've got. Um, I'll talk about a few players uh, to you now, just individuals. Um, Kane Turner had another uh, low possession game, seven possessions. At the moment, he's been asked to do a lot of things, but in the end, he's doing nothing, really. Um, you know, he's getting five, six touches a week. How long can you persist with someone like that who's just not making a contribution as far as, not just uh, possession-wise, but um, as far as contributing to you know a team's success? I mean, he does play a role for the team, and we understand that. But you know, is it at a time now where we can't afford we can't afford to have these types of players in the team anymore because we're not good enough? Is it worth yeah. uh, developing a younger player instead of playing that sort of player? Yep, yeah, I agree, Dean. I think that if if you're a, a different side at a different level, maybe you know you have that uh, Ben Jacobs type player that you you send to the opposition best forward and shut yeah. them down. But mate, we're, we're leaking from everywhere, you know. So Kane yeah, Turner yeah. shuts down. Joel Selwood or, or or whoever, well, another three blokes pop up. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. And he and, and he doesn't contribute enough off his own boot. You know, I know they've tried him as a, a defensive forward before, and that. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna play as a defensive forward and get six disposals, you need to kick two or three goals. Yeah, yeah, right? to really to really hurt the opposition and go. You know, this bloke doesn't need a lot of the footy to hurt us. We've got to sit on him, but you know, yeah. he just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't offer enough offensively, I don't think, at where we're at as a team at the moment to warrant, to justify six disposals. No, that's right. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, five, six disposals a game for the last three weeks, I think it's been. So, yeah, yeah at the moment, it's, just, it's it's not good enough. He's got to get that to 10, 15 at least if he's going to yeah. play a certain role in the team. I mean, he went back on the weekend. Even that, he, he sort of struggled a bit as a, as a, as a defender last week. I think he was playing with Myers for spells and, and, and the young guy that uh, Dempsey, I think it was in his first game, he was playing on him, and, you know, who, who he made look um, like uh, he's a 200-game player. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Boston of Alagi? He went forward in the last quarter, and I felt like he, it was more of his natural position last week when he went forward in the last quarter, whereas as opposed to as as a running defender, he, I, I don't know, he, he looks he looks a bit lost on occasions, whether to attack or, or stay tight on his opponent. Um, what do you see him at? Yeah, look, I guess he's another one of those ones where, uh, you know, didn't uh, – uh, went forward. I think what he got like two or three, two or three kicks and a, and a number of handballs. Yeah. Again, you know, he, he's another one of those guys that I think if the if the list was at a different position or we were playing at a different level, you could mm. bring a guy like that in as a as a, a almost like the old fashioned utility. You know, yeah. playing at half forward if you need to for 
for a quarter, throw him down half back if you need to, chuck him on a wing. But at yeah. the moment, he doesn't. He's not really sort of contributing greatly in any one spot. No, no, so that's right. I think you know he's probably in a group of about half a dozen of them whose position I would have thought yeah. is in danger every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's in a bit of trouble this week. But I saw I said that last week, and they gave him another week. So I mean, I, I don't mind. Like he's twenty one, he's still learning. So I don't mind giving a kid an opportunity. Yep. Um, you know, to get a to get a game and uh, see if uh, what he can do with it. And um, I, I mean, at the end of the day, he's not the, he's not the sole reason why we get thumped no. every week. So yeah, no, no. Like, yeah. Well, um, yeah, we'll see how we go with him. Um. Anyways, I'll finish up with um, what would you like to see against Carlton this week? Uh, I'd like to, look if I could have one thing, Dean. I'd want, I'd love us to win the contested yeah. footy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And just see what that brings. You know, does is yeah. it is it a ten goal to eight goal game that we lose, but you sort of walk away and they walk away going, you know, we earned that. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what I don't want to see is, like you said, being bruise-free, being sliced up through the middle uh, yeah. and then having blokes standing the mark 40 out, 30 out and just watching the ball sail over their head and, <laughs> and then, you know, we lose by another 12 goals. So if I could have one thing, it would yeah. be beat Carlton at contested footy for the four quarters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, generally when, you, when you're competitive in contested possessions, uh, you, you're more than likely going to be competitive um, – you know, throughout the you know the scoreline is going to be competitive usually. Um, last week, you know, the first quarter I think it was minus fourteen the yep. contested possessions, and that's when they sliced us up and um, yep. they set the tone. And then then they started getting beaten us on the outside after that. So yeah, look, I, I couldn't agree more. If we can if we can yeah if we can beat Carlton in contested possessions this week, we're well on our way to putting in the competitive performance. And at the moment, that's all we can really ask for. Um, because, yeah, we're, we're a fair way off uh, doing anything well at the moment. So, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> that's a fair call. So, yeah, uh, any any other changes you'd like to see, like uh, as far as team selection? Um, obviously, we're talking Cal Bones and, you know, uh, maybe Bergman. Um, yeah, that, that's probably about it, really, isn't it? Yeah, look, I think unless we were absolutely romping it in in the twos, um, yeah. I, I would say, look, uh, that, that would do for now. Uh, and then, you know... Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks start to get, uh, you know, Will Phillips back, Anderson back, yeah, um, uh, get Mackay back and then, you know, hopefully start to get a little bit of confidence where uh, we, we can start to push sides deep into the third and fourth quarter and then, you know, hopefully start to get some wins. But, uh, mate, well, like you said, I, I just feel we're so far off it at the moment that if we can win contested possession... Yeah. I think they would walk away and go, look, that's one part that we've fixed. Now we, we need to move on to maybe uncontested possession or tackling or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but, it's, it's about the small wins at the moment, isn't it? It is. Yep, dude, yeah. absolutely. I'll just take a small win at the moment and then see how we progress over the next uh, fortnight or so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. Well, Frank, uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, it's been uh, a good therapy session. So yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to get this weight off my shoulders. So yeah, it's been uh, bugging me the last few days. So yeah, it's been good chatting to you, Frank. Likewise, Dean. Appreciate it. No dramas. And where can people find you on socials if they want to chat to you more? Uh, mate, oh, you can uh, look at. Uh, I think on Twitter I go by um, uh, Gus Melly on Twitter. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, you'll probably you probably see me commenting on the North stuff all the time. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's that's pretty much about the the only way you'll get there. 
No, that sounds good. Uh, no dramas at all, Frank. Thanks very much for joining me. Thanks, Dean. So thanks to Frank for coming on the show once again and talking about our performance on Sunday against Geelong. Our yeah, poor, our poor performance against Geelong, I should say. Um, but it was good to get his thoughts on uh, how we've uh, gone so far this year as well and uh, talk about a few individual players. Um, so that's it uh, for this episode. Um, like I said, I should be back tomorrow night with an interview with um, Troy Makepeace. So don't forget to like, subscribe to the show. Um, yeah, Whatever you can do to help out the show, I really appreciate it. Um, if you can comment on uh, Apple iTunes, um, that really helps out the show. It goes out to more platforms. Um, you know, at the moment, um, you know, there's a number of platforms that's still not on, um, like Audible and a few others as well. So I'd like to get it out as much as I can. And that can only happen with the support of uh, you lovely listeners out there. So, yeah, that's it for today's show. And today I will leave a shout out to Ben Spate. Bye for now.